Time for rolling. Hey, how's it going everyone? Endless55 here and welcome to our episode 16 of Time for Rolling Esports. This is our update episode. We're on update 2.4. We're going to be joined with odds later in this episode. Crude and I are going to break down all the notes for the update. We're going to break down all the hero changes, all the item changes, and break down the new hero and where we might see him in the competitive scene. Uh, you guys can follow us over on our Twitter at TFR underscore esports. I think that's all I have for news. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Targets. That is one trade. T Tigers is still pretty healthy. Tries to jump in. He finds one. This is a big turnaround for Liberation X. They might get the third. They might find an ace here onto Lost Boy Top. Surrey Strike is not oh. enough. Because it goes down. He might go for Donna Twips. He's got to get one. He's got to get two. Lost Boy oh, Top. Lost Boy Top. He does it. He gets the two versus one turnaround under the turret. He lifts two. Is a god. Time for rolling. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Endless55 here. Welcome to episode 16, I believe. This is our 2.4 update episode. Uh, how's it going, Crude? Going pretty good, man. How are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. How are you excited for 2.4? And not as much happening in 2.4 compared to 2.3, but there's still a there's just new hero, man. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. I was going to say, if anything, we at least get a new hero, so that's pretty pretty dope. So I'm excited for uh, BAP, as you'll hear later on in the episode. Yeah, you know, uh, Baptist, Baptiste, Baptista, who knows what his <laughs> name is. Uh, it's out there somewhere, but I can't find how to properly pronounce it. Everyone I listen to it, they always say, oh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. So I'm not quite sure I pronounce it, but uh, that's not really that important. But, uh, you know, let's talk about some of these other minor things that aren't affecting esports that maybe fun and may affect the casual players like us uh you want to go into some of these changes and the new things we're getting in 2.4 yep so for we got four new skins so we got a uh, elite force saw uh pretty cool skin i got to see that that's pretty awesome red lantern flicker i'm ex i'm probably most excited about that one yes yeah, just, just because it's flicker's first skin and i mean obviously you like seeing a new skin on a new hero but and then we got champions uh fate black feather Ooh, actually i mean i don't know that one's pretty cool too yeah but the problem for me is my favorite i think my favorite black feather one will always be the vampire one i think that's a sick skin just as effects in game are pretty sick so it's just hard for me to pick a new favorite one when i already have a favorite <laughs> fair enough and then the last one we got is the night shadow talk I'm excited, like, if you didn't, you know, grind out when that first was released and get all those dumb cards, which was impossible. I mean, I know people could do it, but I couldn't. Like, I don't, this is going to be opals, I'm assuming, and who knows how many opals this is going to cost, because that was, like, a huge deal. Yeah, it's going to be, like, a thousand opals. There's a thousand opals for that gold scarf, so we'll see if this will be as equally expensive. That's the most expensive skin right now, is a thousand opals. Yeah. So, and then the other little, well, I don't know, little for, uh, I guess you could say the esports, not really affecting esports at all, but for us casual players, we have talents that are going to be coming out. Do you want to break down the talents real quick and like what that means or what we'll be able to see with the talents? 
I'm torn because I like playing. I almost want there to be Blitz, normal Blitz still, and then Blitz with talent just because I do play Blitz serious sometimes. Uh, me and you both sometimes will get in a Blitz game and we'll still take it seriously and try to like actually win and take Blitz more competitive. We've seen competitive Blitz before where it's more serious. I think it's fun. But with these new talents, ah, there's going to be a, so many crazy things. You can do so many different game type abilities. So talents is going to be this new system in Vainglory. It is going to be completely unlockable with glory. Um, they are kind of making... Only, only glory. Yep, this is true. And, uh, you know, we see a lot of people having glory just piling up at their bank account. Don't know what to do with it unless you just spend it on 8000 every time a new heroes come out like I do. Instead of just, you know, I wait a week, extra week, don't spend 900 eyes, and I just spend the glory, 800, 8000 You know, I have so much glory in my account. But now they're going to be using these talents which you can upgrade basically your hero. There's going to be a progression system. You can upgrade and get more points, these talent points for heroes. So there's going to be things like uh, Celeste Heliogenesis. You put it out, but then it rotates around you, so you can use it as like a defense. You know, Scarf Spitfire will be three. Gwen's uh, Aces High is going to be three Aces High. Uh, Taka can ultimate three times in a row and destroy everyone. So there's going to be so many different things that's going to change everything completely. Like... It's gonna be nuts. Like, and who knows what they haven't even showcased? There's probably so much. There's probably they probably tease us with very little. So, for Blitz, I know uh, all brawl modes is what's gonna be happening for, and they're gonna be making new maps for brawl modes. That's gonna be in the future as well. So that'll be fun to see. But, um, you know, even in battle royale, we're gonna be seeing these little talents coming out. But I don't. Who knows what's gonna be happening? There's a lot of people we're allowed to tweet to NivMet and Playoff Beard about their ideal talents. Uh, one of them was like Saul not having any movement, like but or nerf. So like even if he was spun up, he still can run fast. Like, can you imagine? That'd be terrifying. Yeah. I don't know, man. What what can you think of that would be nuts to see? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Just like I already go off the bit the base idea of like Echo and how you can use two like of your ultimates, but like something to do with like Arden's gauntlet. Yeah, like Arden. You said like Arden, like putting his gauntlet out like in three different places or like <laughs> yeah exactly. like well it could be like yeah so like you have i don't even know how to describe it but like you would have his one gauntlet here and like i just said here like it's a visual like you guys are going to be able to hear that but whatever uh like a triangle of gauntlets does that make sense uh i mean no but it makes sense to you and you know what that's all that matters moving on anyway. <laughs> yeah so um, i mean I don't know. I'd like to see them somehow keep a normal blitz where you can have normal things. Um, I don't know if there's going to be also each ability maybe have their own talents. Like maybe there'll be Scarf Spitfire will be different. You can upgrade his Goop. You can upgrade. So maybe like if you focus all your glory and like your progression system on one hero. So you had like one maybe dominant hero. Who knows how it's going to happen. It's going to probably be a disaster when it first comes out. There's going to be so many people confused and no one's going to know what to do. But things will get better as the time goes on. Uh, you know, just looking forward into the future of these next future updates. Uh, you know, we see things in like League of Legends have different maps for these different game styles. So seeing a whole new like layout of, um, you know, maps and sh stuff is going to be pretty cool to see different gameplay on different maps. New designs and all that kind of stuff is just going to be really cool for Bangalore altogether. But, you know, coming out with these talents, there's going to be Double Glory Weekends. We used to love Double Glory. Remember back in the day when Glory actually mattered? And on Double Glory yeah. Weekends, we would, like, clear our schedule. Like, oh, man, we got to play this weekend all weekend. 
Alright, so enough of the nonsense. Let's get into the good stuff. We got coming up right now, Odds is joining us, coach from Cyclone, analyst, man of all trades. He's going to help us break down some of these hero changes, new item changes that I think are going to change a lot in the jungle, um, and just talk about the new hero and all these new things that may be happening in the esports scene in both NA and EU. So I hope you uh, enjoy this time for rolling esports interview. Time for rolling. Alright, so welcome back to our second round of interviews with Odds for these next updates 2.4. Uh, there's a lot of small hero changes to some of these heroes. Uh, we're going to kind of discuss which ones we think will affect the esports scenes and which ones may just be, uh, you know, impacting just the casual players altogether. Uh, maybe the first two we can talk about here are the two healers. Once again, we're seeing some small nerfs uh, to try to maybe balance them, try to maybe get them to not to be as banned and picked as much. Uh, what do you think these nerfs are going to affect the esports scene? All right. Um, so we have Adagio, Lyra. Very uh, common picked heroes. Adagio has more of that capability to be flex picked, so he's very strong in the ban and draft phase in esports. Then Lyra... Very good sustain AOE heal for push comps early game. Kind of falls off late game, but th does allow for great engages and disengages. So Adagio's nerf really is more for the damage part with the arcane fire. So it might you've already seen Adagio lose presence in the laning aspect. Not many teams are picking him up in lane. Still here and there when the comp allows it. That may be because of CP uh, junglers having a higher presence, but we'll definitely have to see in 2.4 where this shifts. Um, so I don't think Adagio is going to be gone. You might see him still in the captain role here or there, but I think the lane presence is going to go away and away slowly until they find and super even Medicorp puts him into a more of a healer captain uh, role. And then we have Lyra. So Lyra... The nerves are kind of small, a little bit for the first missile damage, uh, reducing that just slightly. So that may take the damage off of the early game. And that the other nerf is for the second missile. You'll still see her presence in the Rome captain, whatever role you want to call it. So I think that you're going to see a little bit more for Lara than Adagio coming up on the 2.4. But I guess we'll wait and see what uh, metas pick it up. Yeah, I don't have the stats for EU particularly, but I know you can attest to this. But, you know, we see Adagio only being banned twice, this split two for NA last weekend. And we see Lyra still being banned seven times, right, with Lance, who's also been banned seven times. So I know they're, uh, Lan Lyra, at least, is still being getting prioritized a lot. Adagio, not so much. So we'll see if Lyra gets uh, her numbers start falling back and people start banning Lance and Glaze and Gwens a lot more. But, uh, you know, there can be a nerf that's also affecting uh, Glaive that we'll get to later on. But, uh, Crew, do you want to talk about the next major hero in the esports scene? Yeah, so let's jump in with Baron. Um, they got some changes with this Baron, uh, specifically his jump jets. The, uh, the double attack after using this ability is now automatic upon acquiring. And he also got... So, odds, I guess our question to you is what kind of impact will that have with this Baron? So Baron right now is a pretty late game hero. 
Um, but we've been seeing it, I want to point out, starting all over from NA, Hondor from EU, really optimizing and finding out Baron's mechanics and pushing that late-game Baron to a more mid- to early-game centric and just snowball the whole game. So with this um, double attack being more smooth and automatic, I really think this is just going to make Baron a more contested and early to mid game hero, which just scales very hard into the late game. And I think the hero, the players that can pick up this hero and mechanically make it work with their team, because it's very centric to a team hero, um, I think they're really going to shine in 2.4. So break down this ability to someone who doesn't know it. It says the double attack after using his ability is now automatic. So before, when you would jump forward, did you have to then select the target? So with this uh, change, I think um, the intention is just to really make it feel a lot more clean when um, auto-attacking using your jump jet. And then when you had that target lock already, the auto-attacks will automatically put the double attack smoothly. I don't know if there was uh, instances where it always doesn't um, do it on hero locks as I don't play Baron much, but like I did some testing and for me on 2.3, it was doing as intended. So I don't really know what this change will be in the title. I guess we'll have to see in 2.4 how exactly this change impacts Baron. Yeah, I mean, I know I'm excited to see maybe another weapon power carry take place in the lane and have someone else besides Vox, Ringo's, those type of carries in there. And I know Playoff Beard's probably uh, pretty excited. I'm sure he's the main man behind that Baron change because he's a pretty big fan of Baron. Um, let's see, next hero, you know, Blackfeather, nothing really major. He's got attack speed up. His attack speed's up now from 100 uh, to 111% to 100, 122. They had said that his attack, uh, auto attacking kind of was affected by this uh, the auto attack nerf in the last update. So they're kind of just trying to tweak him a little bit to make him more smoother. Uh, probably the next big hero in the esports scene that we may see uh, that's actually going to take an effect would probably be Flicker. Uh, let's see, I'll break down his two abilities real quick and I'll let you maybe talk about what you think will be changed with him. Uh, Willow Whisper, uh, it's his auto or it's his heroic perk. This perk will no longer time out while in a brush. Taking damage from lane minions no longer stops this perk. And then Mooncloak is this ability will now attempt to re-stealth heroes affected while its duration is active. So you think these will be major changes to Flicker? So I don't have the exact times of when the, it times out, but I do know this will be a very um, effective thing in the lane, especially when moving from bush to bush and really trying to get position and have your laner have a safe lane and definitely for setting up ganks and things like this. So I do think that we'll be seeing a lot more teams pick up Flickr in EU, as we know, and they loves their Flickr. Um, and the taking damage from lane minions will no longer stop this perk is another great thing. Um, I don't really understand why you'd get hit by a minion if you're in stealth, but... I guess there was a problem with that. So I definitely think we'll be seeing a lot more Flicker in the early game aggression out of Flicker in lane. Yeah, I didn't really know if you would move from bottom bush to top bush and pass through minions if they would like switch and auto attack you. I, I've actually never seen that happen, so I didn't know. Maybe there was like some bugs that was happening where you'd get revealed. Um, and then his Moon Cloak, his ultimate, 
I guess, you know, if I'm in the lane, I'm auto attacking and then maybe I don't have word from my captain that he's about to hit his alt. And let's say as soon as he hits his alt and I auto attack, then I get revealed. So now are they saying that if I accidentally auto attack and get revealed, I will, they will re-stealth me? My understanding of this, since I'm not actually on PB, so I don't, I haven't really played with any of these heroes, um, is that, yes, if you get hit by a minion or a basic attack, or you give out a basic attack, it will attempt to re-stealth you until you go into that full engage or that full retreat, giving you a little bit more time to disengage and engage. And with that, they'll change the charge up time to 1.2 just to make it a little bit more fair because... I think this really does help Mooncloak out a lot, especially in like that solo queue madness, but definitely it's going to be a, a big edge for um, the competitive scene as well. All right, so let's dive into Fortress here. Uh, some changes to him. Truth of the Tooth, the damage is down uh, roughly 20 points for each slot. Um, and then Law of the Claw damage is down from about... 50 well it's 100 150 200 250 300 and that's down to 70 115 160 205 250 so we've seen fortress um you know in both scenes the eu and the na what do you think pact will be with this with fortress now in the competitive scene so and really looking into the eu side because na is sort of going away from this they're aggressive um, style with Kashyas and stuff like that can really shut a jungle fortress down in the early game. Well, as EU plays a more long game, not aggressive early game, jungle fortress can definitely get into that late game where he's more effective. This is really going to take that early game away from fortress even more, kind of taking him fully away from that jungle position, especially with the updates to the storm ground that I know we'll be getting into later. I think Fortress in the jungle will kind of be gone. You'll possibly see him in the roam position for certain comps, but I really do think this is a big hit to Fortress just because of the ease of Fortress and everything. But in the competitive scene, I think there's a lot of better options in the way the meta is going than Fortress in 2.4. Yeah, so like you had mentioned, Kashka, she's got a slight uh, nerf. Her empowered attack uh, crystal ratio is down from 140 to 120. Uh, once again, you know, NA last week didn't really play Kashka as much. She was played three times, and she won all three games, uh, mainly because of T-Tigers. So, I mean, we'll see if Kashka still sticks around the aggressive early game coming out of NA. Uh, the next hero on the list, we already talked about Lyra, so it would be Idris or Idris, whatever, however you pronounce it. But this is just a divergent path, his heroic perk. It's kind of like upping his crystal path basic attack crystal ratio to 90 to 100. I don't know. We barely see weapon power uh, Idris in competitive scene, let alone crystal. So I don't see this being major effect. Uh, you know, Rhyme, he got a huge buff. I mean, this one's ginormous for him. Uh, his base movement speed is up from 3.1 to 3.2. So Ooh, odds, you think, you think in EU that's going to majorly help Rhyme? <laughs> Um, as small as that sounds, it could mean the fact of a kill to not a kill. Right. Um, like most heroes, I think like the max is like 3.3 and like three, I think 3.1 is like the slowest, maybe three. So he's putting him right in the middle ground, uh, putting him up there. So 
maybe we'll be able to catch those heroes. Um, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of known as the grandpa who can't catch anyone, so who knows? Maybe that will change him. But uh, <laughs> our next two big ones, or not big ones, uh, Rona, her cooldown is down for something. I don't even know. I don't have it listed. So Rona's not important. Uh, Saw, auto attack speed stack up, or his attack speed per stack is up 15 to 18. Uh, I know we see maybe some crystal saws out there. We don't really see too many weapon. Um, I don't know. When was the last time weapon saw was even played in EU? Um, when Waldemore tried to play it. Uh, <laughs> first split. How'd, how'd that work out for him? Oh, with the fat L. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then the last one, probably the most important, at least for me, because it is my favorite hero. We got Scarf. Uh, you know, I think these can be some pretty big changes. You want to talk about these Scarf changes? Um, so we have the, the base weapon for Scarf. Weapon damage, you're saying, yeah, Crystal Hero. But it's really going to allow you for a more easier time in that beginning lane stages, laning stages, if you do bring them into the lane, uh, probably to level three. It's really going to help out. Um, and then the big one is the Fan of Flames. The damage per second increased from five to ten. So I think this will definitely put Scarf more on the map. We've been seeing him a lot in the jungle recently for countering of pedal and other things like this. So possibly if the meta changes a little bit, get him into lane again um, or keep him back in, keep him in the jungle and we'll see where he goes from there. Yeah. I mean like really early scarf was like, you would just buy boots and then rush the jungle and hit someone with spitfire and then just auto attack because his fan of flames was so powerful. It could just kill someone early game. So who knows? We may see early game aggression coming out of a scarf again and uh, maybe we can see him return. I think scarf in the jungle is just as fun as scarf in the lane. Crew, do you want to go ahead and talk about these item changes that we actually have coming in 2.4? Yeah, so we got we got two item changes. We got Storm Crown and then Storm Guard Banner. They're both uh, taking a little bit of a hit. Uh, Storm Crown damage to heroes down from 20 to 15%, and then damage to non-heroes is down from 60 to 160 to 40 to 140. And a Storm Guard Banner damage to heroes is down 20 to 15%, and then damage to non-heroes is down from 3080 to 2070. Odds, what do you think about this? These item changes. We have the Storm Crown banner, our Storm Crown, which when you look at it first, it's just like a doesn't look like that major of a nerf. But when you actually dive down into the mathematics of it, that five percent is really about a 30, 25 percent decrease when you take account for the damage to non-heroes, which it bases off of. So. Is it really going to be worth it? Maybe we see people just picking up the storm, the storm guard banner instead of the whole full storm crown, which we've already seen people be doing that on heroes like Fortress to get their aftershock uh, burst already a lot quicker, and maybe go into a storm crown down the line for that extra cooldown. So I really, this really can change the meta. We'll definitely have to see. Um, from a lot of the heroes like Glaive, Fortress, Taka, really depending on this banner for the extra clear and jungle. And maybe we'll be seeing more and more of these Samuel Kessels that don't re really rely on the true damage to clear as fast. I mean, I don't know real quick if you want to talk, this kind of off topic, but we see EU, I definitely at least Leon, starting to play a lot more um, Celeste in the jungle or even the lane. 
Do you think EU is starting to switch more to these the crystal type mages compared to the NA scene? And if that's going to continue more now with these changes to Stormcrown? So I think EU's always been on that trend. They more have a style like, at least in the jungle, um, of the heroes they play, of something like EA, where we always see uh, Mango playing heroes like Celeste in the jungle, Sky, Samuel, and stuff like that. So I think EU is already there, and you see them not really playing that aggressive heroes unless they have to or it's best for their composition. It's not really their comforts. Um, so, yeah, and I think NA, as you see a lot more Samuels coming out and the big heaviness on the Kestrels. So I definitely think you'll be seeing a more double poke comp, a melee hero in lane, like um, Black Feather or the Jewel, the Glaive, things like that. Yeah, I mean, so these are all... Uh, you know, some slight changes that can actually maybe affect the uh, esports scene, the competitive scene. I know we'll have like a week until they'll still play on 2.3 during this last weekend of Split 2. Um, going into our last topic here is the new hero. I think we had a 30-minute discussion before we even started recording about how to pronounce his name. Uh, Odds, <laughs> how, do you, how do you pronounce his name? Uh, Bat. <laughs> Bap. We went with just Bap because uh, if you say the rest of the name, then you're going to be wrong. So it's uh, Baptist, it's Baptiste, it's Bapt, you know, it's a bunch of names. So until we actually hear him say his name said a lot, then I'm going to stick with Bap. I'm going to go on the odds. Yeah. Odds is Bap train. We're going with Bap. <laughs> all right, so bear with me real quick. I'm going to quickly read through his abilities, and then I'm going to let Odds talk about all the crazy things this new hero is going to do in the esports scene. Uh, his heroic perk is called Reap. Uh, Bap seals soul fragments through combat and is healed for each soul fragment acquired. Basic attacks and abilities generate soul fragments. Once Bap has collected four soul fragments, he becomes empowered for four seconds, increasing the damage of his basic attacks and abilities. While empowered, Bap no longer generates additional soul fragments. His A ability is Bad Mojo. Bat pulls a vial of liquid from his vest and throws it. The vial explodes upon reaching its target or when colliding with an enemy. Enemies near the explosion take damage and are slowed. His B is called Ordained. Uh, Bat ordains a target enemy, damaging them and creating a ethereal prison around them. If the ordained target leaves the area, they are stunned and take additional damage. And then his ultimate is fearsome shade bap summons waves of shade that terrorizes enemies caught in their path enemies struck by the shade run through the source in fear and take damage each second holy cow i can't believe i never messed up where do you think he's going to be how big of an impact do you think bap t stay or whatever his name is going to have in the esports scene specifically so with this hero it's I think I can relate him kind of to Sky when Sky first came out and now Grumchild when Grumchild's coming out is one of those heroes that isn't going to be able to be picked up right away. It's going to take some time to figure out where he really fits. Um, Nivement said he, this is like the first hero that they're confident can be played in every single role and every single style, weapon, crystal. So it's really going to be interesting. I would love to see him as a crystal laner or a crystal jungler um have that with his heroic perk and all his um things with the the souls and stuff it really looks, sounds like he can have that big burst uh slow down 
stun the fear and then have his other team be able to get the extra burst in there and kill him and then he can just retreat and kind of just do a little more picks and just blow someone up i haven't played him so i don't know how the, it really works all together but i have seen a little bit on streams and he's very combo centric and he has a lot of combos and ways to play him so it's going to be probably for the first month, two months, really figuring out what combos work, how they work, what heroes pair best with them in a competitive scene. Uh, so I do think we'll be seeing a lot of him. We might even get the luxury to see him at the, the live championships in London. Yeah, I mean, the big thing with Captain Rolls is having utility, having some type of CC. So, you know, we see in his A, there is a slow in that ability in his B. There is a stunned um, if they leave that certain target area. And then in their ultimate, there's this new, you know, if they're struck by the shade, they run from fear type thing. So, you know, there is some abilities here that maybe if the use correctly can have a stun, a slow, and some type of uh, maybe a peel happening on this uh, new hero. So, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see where he'll be. I mean, I'm interested if he does take this Crystal Lane, you know, role. I know NA, even EU, a lot of time right now, you know, there's a lot of weapon power laners. So, I mean, we'll see if that will wait until maybe there's a shift in meta. I don't know if there ever will be. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty interested to see how BAP or Baptiste will play in the new uh, esports scene. But we probably won't see him in challenge battles. We may. But, yeah, hopefully by live finals, that'll be a good time to make an off-meta pick and pull him out, maybe with a grump jaw as well. All right, well, that's pretty much all we have for the update portion of the specific eSports. Uh, we want to thank Odds. Thank you so much for coming on and breaking down some of these numbers of 2.4. Uh, I know that it's being released, probably either has been released while you're listening to this or you are listening to this right before it is finally released. We'll be releasing this on the Wednesday when the update's coming out. So thank you, Odds, so much. Thank you for having me. Uh, hope everybody enjoys 2.4. Yeah, and we will see you next time on 2.5. Uh, cheers, man. Cheers. Have a great one, guys. That wraps up everything we have for episode 16. We want to thank Oz for jumping on the show with us and uh, discussing some of these hero balances and item changes and discussing the new hero and how we all may see this artifact in the esports scene once this update does go through for the competitive side uh, once again you can follow us at tfr underscore esports if you want to follow odds and keep up with him you can follow him at oddly underscore odds um, also you can be following our other project we'll be releasing a lot of great episodes coming up in the future with arvin and bleco the time for rolling podcast you can follow them on twitter at time for rolling uh, in the future, looking ahead, I believe our next episode is going to be our prediction episode for the final weekend of Vainglory 8 until the live finals, weekend number 3 and split 2. We'll be making our predictions and who we think will end up in what position. And uh, it's going to be pretty interesting to see how that will end up. So uh, thanks again for listening and until next time. Time for rolling.